Hi guys, so before we even start this episode, I need to make a few amendments. Listen, you're gonna like this episode, my tone is very weird. My tone is very weird. I just seem very sad and I don't like coming on here when I'm sad, but I didn't post an episode last week and I need to post something this week. And I wanted it to be a vulnerable conversation, but I just don't think I was ready to have the conversation. So at some point, there's going to be like an abrupt stop. And um, I might come back. I'm still like deciding, like future divine might, you know, make continue to make amendments and like clarify the things I'm talking about. But mental health this week was okay. But this is the thing. So we all know I'm on an antidepressant. (laughs) And, um... Yeah, so she may have forgotten to take it a few days in a row. And when you do that, you get this thing called serotonin withdrawal, which absolutely plummets your mood, babe. Like, you are desperately sad. And you are just like a slug dragging across the concrete on a hot day. Like, you may start off in a great mood And two minutes in, you've just absolutely plummeted. And watching this episode back actually is what made me realise that I had not been taking my antidepressants. So, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I'm back on them. My mood's stabilised. Everything's fine. But I was just very sad this episode. And also, it's hard to talk about these things to begin with. So I just, I chose a great topic to talk about. Um, But I'm okay. And I don't want you to be worried. Because even watching back, I was like, wow, I'm really sounding like a sad girl right now. Um, But these are hard things to talk about. They really are. And I want this to be a space where you feel comfortable thinking about these things and in this episode I'm going to talk about my daddy issues which has a lot to do with why sometimes I feel so unloved and why I feel so lonely so if you're in a moment of loneliness right now I do not recommend this episode I don't I really don't because you know sometimes energy is contagious and my energy in this episode is foul Like, I have a few good moments and, like, a few funny one-liners, but if you're in a place of feeling very sad, I don't recommend this episode because I think it would just make you feel sadder. Um, If you've already gone through the sad and you're now in the happy, I think, you know, feel free to take a listen and to talk and all of these things. Um, But other than that, I would not recommend this episode. Uh... But yeah, so I'm actually considering right now just redoing the entire episode and talking about the things that I talked about earlier, but here or now. So um, if you're coming here from Instagram or any of these visual mediums, you might be looking for this episode on YouTube. It's probably not going to be on YouTube because I just don't want to spread that foul energy. Um, Honestly, I really don't. I want this to be a happy place. And I know life is, it can't all be happy, but it is what it is. So in this episode, I talk about my daddy issues and how I didn't realize until recently that I really have a hard time trusting people. I do. I thought I got over it because in my friendships, I've made peace with these things. Um, 
I've learned to trust women. I've learned to trust people who are in my life, who have a vested interest in my life because I've realized I have gone through the flushing process. I have removed people from my life who are not meant to be there, who are angry, who don't have love to give and who cannot, you know, who cannot facilitate giving love back when I give it. So now I'm in a good place with my friendships. Everyone around me is filled with love and they have so much love to give. And and I happily receive that love, which as we talked about was a problem that I had before, um, is receiving the love. And it's funny because I went out with a friend and like I've seen her so many times this week and she was telling me how I didn't want to be her friend when we first met because I thought she was too nosy and I held that over her head for a long time. And then one time we hung out and I said to her, I said, wow, I'm so happy I decided to be your friend, which in hindsight, I'm like, what a fucking asshole I was. Like, I really was a little ass. Like, who says shit like that? But at the time, I don't even want to say I didn't know better. I think I was just an asshole. I think I was just a dick. And looking in hindsight, I'm like, honestly, I'm so sorry. And I'm I'm glad you you stayed until I became a better person. Um, and now I'm kind of going through that revival again, but like in relationships and that's scary. And that's a little hard because I always knew this day would come where I would get to the point where I have such a realization about myself, about who I am and how I give love and how I facilitate giving love and receiving it from men because it is, wow, that shit is deeply implanted that men are terrible people. And I know that's not true because I have male cousins, I have male friends, and I love them so dearly, so I'm like, that doesn't just change the minute you're sexually attracted to somebody, they don't automatically become bad men, so it comes down to, am I picking good men, am I picking good people to spend my time with and to give my love to and I'm not afraid to say that in the past I have spent a lot of energy on men who did not deserve it they were not reciprocating the energy with it they were not caring enough to give it back and I kept thinking to myself well if I give him more love then then he'll love me back he'll he'll pick up he'll get the hint at some point and he'll give it back and that just wasn't the case it just wasn't so um this is like I'm going through a renaissance (laughs) the daddy issues renaissance um I am because there's just so much that still needs to be changed and one of the things I talk about in this episode is the fact that there are things that you think you are perfect that you think you are wonderful that you think you are lovely and then you start talking to somebody and it might be platonic it might be romantic you start talking to them and you realize oh you little shit I still have issues and that's where I was this week and I was devastated by that because it's a hard truth to face that after doing all of this work on myself that I'm still deflecting that I still have trust issues that I still have these deeply ingrained issues with men and and it comes off as cruelty it comes off as meanness it comes off as me basically saying like oh I'm better than you I'm smarter than you you must be broken I need to fix you like thinking that I am perfect and I clocked myself this week 
um, or last week when I was like, um, right before I recorded this, I clocked myself doing that. And I was like, holy fuck, like that's an issue. Like that is an issue, girl. That is an issue. And if you keep it up, you're going to be lonely. You're going to be lonely. And it's also made me think like when I was recording this, I think the reason why I got so sad besides, you know, the serotonin withdrawal was that I'm thinking about how many times were there good guys that were trying to be a part of my life and I scared them away because I had this wall up and I didn't even realize the wall was up because guess what, bitch, it was made of glass and that good ass glass that you can't even see is there. You know, the kind that the pigeons be running into that kind of glass. So I'm like, damn, how many times have I done this? And like just giving off the most nasty vibe. And I'm like, fuck, like that sucks for me because, oh, look at that. Apparently men were not the problem. Oh, yes, they were. You know, let's be real here. It's not always 100% me, but you know, I have my fair share of being a part of the problem is what I'm saying. So I was thinking about that. And it, it wasn't until like somebody made me realize that last week I was talking to somebody and they're like, are you fucking trying to therapize me? And I was like, huh? And they're like, yeah, you're trying to make me like feel like there's something wrong with me. Like there ain't shit wrong with me. Like I'm good. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> I was like, you're right. I am trying to therapize you. And I'm I'm you know what? I apologize. And yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't realize that I was doing that and I was and I'm really sorry about it cuz it sucks cuz I would have a fucking fit if somebody did that to me. So, you know, we're growing, we're learning, we're working, we're doing all that shit and sometimes you get you oh my god, you get your shit busted cuz you are so used to being yourself. I am so used to being divine. I'm so used to being with divine. I, you know, I have a, a ego. I have clout. I have all of these things. So you get lost in that. And honestly, I think even without the ego or without the clout, I still would have been like, I'm smart. I'm perfect. I know better than you. You're broken. And I'm like, no, babe, <laughs> let's get back down to earth. Why don't we? You're not perfect just because this person's a man and most men are shit. You're not perfect because of that fact, actually. And you're being unkind. You're at a disadvantage right now because you think that in relationships, romantic, that you are coming in as the martyr, as the queen, as this person who has all of the answers and you don't because you've never been here before. So sit down and open your eyes and open your ears and close your mouth a little bit. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's what I realized. That's what I realized. Like, fuck, it's, it wasn't, it was, it was interesting to realize that, but <laughs> it is what I realized. And this episode, when I'm talking about that, I was very sad because I hadn't come to, I hadn't done the full circle moment. You know what I'm talking about? Like the grieving process of some shit when you're going through shit, it's like you're, you, the thing happens, you think, you don't want to think about it. Then you think about it and then, ah, oh my God. I'm so sorry. Let's get the fuck out of me. <laughs> you don't want to think about it. You think about it. And then you start reflecting and you you feel shame in that reflection. And you're like sad. You're like, fuck, like I'm, I suck. I'm a loser. Like, when am I going to get it right? When am I going to get it right? And it's like you go through that moment until you turn back to yourself. And you're like, babe, 
like that's what I had to say to myself. I was like, Divine, listen, love, I love you. You have your faults. You didn't know this was a fault. And now you know this is a fault. So what happens now? You don't do it again, right, lovey? You don't do it again. And you're aware of it. So when you start doing it, you stop and you apologize. And you explain that I'm working on this. I'm working on myself. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. This is me avoiding myself. And this is me trying to to spend time talking about you so that we don't have to get to know me because I'm scared you're not going to like what you see. Okay? And that's where we are right now. And, like, that's profound. That's fucking profound. Like, that's hard. It is hard to get there because, bitch, I was at rock bottom. I was at rock bottom. So, you know, it's it's a process. But... I just wanted to come in and say that before we even got to the like meat and bones of the episodes because I'm gonna take out all of like the super sad parts because like and the funny thing is I'm not even saying anything sad like truly sad it's just there is such a heaviness in my voice and that was just that was a lot okay so just so you know just so you're prepared because I don't want you to come in thinking it's gonna be like a fun little episode and then you start listening you're like oh my god I'm like thinking about my whole life right now this shit is ass so I'm not trying to get y'all to go through that you know what I'm saying but anyways I love you so much darling you're my fave. You are my honey bun. Um, you know, enjoy this episode and just listen very objectively and try not to necessarily the empath in you. Don't let her succumb to my sad ass tone. Okay, thank you. Excited about this episode today. And this is gonna be the one of those episodes that like I bear my fucking soul. And I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared because I don't want it getting into the wrong hands and the wrong people listening to it. So all I have to say is if you're a guy and we're talking, don't listen to this. Don't listen to this. I'm trusting you to not listen to this, okay? Or if you do, just pretend that you didn't. You know what I'm saying? This is for the girls and the gays, the thems and the theys. Okay. And this is not for the men. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're, I mean, it's for men, but like not a man I have, I like, you know, so like if you're on my roster, if you're there, skedaddle, skedaddle, you know what I'm saying? Get out, lovey, skedaddle, leave the premises. So, but yeah. So this episode, we finna talk about love, honey. We finna talk about love and we finna talk about daddy issues because you know I got daddy issues out the ass. Listen, recently, these daddy issues have been whooping my ass. Yes, badly, badly, to the point where um, my mother came up to me and she was like, I am so sorry that I did not give you a good father figure, that I didn't give you any father figure because your love life is like not okay. And she meant that sincerely, sincerely. And and that wasn't like a dig. Like it wasn't rude. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, thank you for understanding. Like I'm really having a hard time right now. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been rough. And like this is the crazy thing. You're in therapy for a while, you're healing, you're like, I'm a bad bitch, I'm manifesting, I'm bringing things into my life. Like, you're really believing that, and you are, you're doing great work. And then, one day, you wake up, 
and you're like, holy fuck, what do I actually have to offer besides a fat ass and a great personality and, you know, just being sexy? Like, there has to be more to me. There, I have, there's gotta be more for me to give, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, I need to give more. So it's like, that's where I found myself this week. And it was really hard because I had to come to Jesus moment that like being sexy is not enough. It's not enough. Like, I'm sorry, but like being sexy is not enough. I know, I know. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. And I'm so sorry that it's fallen upon my shoulders to tell all of you sexy people this. But like, it's not enough because like, I don't cook, bro. I'm bad at it. I don't clean. I'm I'm okay at it. I just don't like to do it because I got ADHD, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just be forgetting shit everywhere. Um, I'm, I'm nurturing like I got big boobs, you know? And it's like, <laughs> what else? <laughs> Burping. What else, you know? And I know I just made a joke of that, but this is how I process. <laughs> This is the only way I can process what's going on right now. Um, And I really found myself like thinking about this this week because I've known for a long time that like whoever I'm with, they can't just be like my man. You know what I'm saying? Like they can't just be my man. Like they low-key got to be daddy. And I mean that because what I've realized which sucks for me as somebody who's never been in a serious relationship is that there's a couple of things that you can only learn and navigate with yourself and, and like you can heal and, and help yourself in a relationship. And I think anybody who is, has a vested interest in themselves can agree with that. There's a lot of things that you can only deal with them when you're dealing with somebody else. And I mean that somebody else. Anyways, what I was going to say was, Um, I think there's a lot of things that you don't realize are wrong with you until you start like talking to somebody and like kind of thinking about somebody seriously. (sighs) And that's been like very nerve wracking for me because listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm trying not to lie to you because these are like hard things to talk about and I don't want to talk about them because I feel ashamed about them. I feel sad about them. They make me confused. They make me mad. They make me like, like they make me say like, what the fuck is wrong with you to me? You know? So they're not things I like to talk about, but there's a, there have been, cause I'm trying to be more positive outlook here. There've been parts, times when I find myself thinking, I don't know if anybody could actually love me and, and I mean that and I, it just, I think about my life and I just, I can't imagine that there is a partner there. I see my kids, I see my dogs, I see all of these things and I just cannot imagine that there's a partner there. I can't imagine that there's somebody else in this world that, you know, that could have these kinds of feelings for me. I could imagine myself having them and then finding out that the person was pretending to have them. I can think of all of these very negative things and all of these, you know, broken scenarios. And yeah, that's my future. That's my love life. That's because I've never known anything else. 
and I don't know if I'm going to ever know anything else. And time is a ticking bitch. And I need to know something else besides pain and rejection and loneliness and sadness and feeling like I am the only person who will ever care for me, who will ever love me, who will uphold me, who will take care of me. And like, and I, I am so dependent on myself and I'm okay with that because I love myself. I love myself to the end of the moon, but I have had to learn that love and I know how long it took me to learn to love myself. So I constantly find myself feeling like I'm going to have to teach somebody to like me, that I'm going to have to, that nobody is ever going to walk in and they're just going to like me. Like, I get so jealous sometimes because, you know, I talk to my friends and like we catch up and, and they tell me like, you know, they tell me about the guys who are, it's like these men are just like willing to put their life on the line right then and there, right upon meeting them. Like, it's like love at first sight. And they're like, these guys are like so committal right away. They're like, I want you. I want you, Pikachu. And they're like, you're the only one for me. Boop, boop, boop. I need to stop because like I'm about to cry. I don't know why. You better stop. You better stop. But, and like I've never experienced no shit like that. Never. Never. I meet women all the time who are like, let's be friends. And that counts for something because I'm like, if women love me, I must be doing something good. You know what I'm saying? But it's just hard and it's continued to be hard. It doesn't hurt as much as it used to. Like when I first started the podcast because baby girl was a mess. And now I'm just at this place like where I'm doing a lot of self-reflection and I'm asking myself all these questions and, and, but I guess I'll just use examples. Okay. So a little while ago, a long while ago, actually, I'm talking to this guy and, you know, things are starting to look mutual, which a lot of the time, like, I feel like I'm chasing and I don't like chasing. I don't like that. Actually, it's not chasing because I'm done with the chasing stage. Like, I'm out of that. I don't do that. I'm not chasing shit, bitch. But I do find myself in this thought of like, okay, I'm choosing you. Like, are you choosing me in return? And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And like, even watching Love is Blind, like the girls constantly having to tell the guys, like, who do you choose? Who do you choose? What the fuck? Are the producers purposely putting like less women in there than men? Because why does there have to be like a choosing thing? And it's like, why? That's what I don't understand. That's what the shit I don't understand is like, you're in a pod. You don't even see them. And still it feels like you're begging to be chosen. And like, I hate that. And that's how I constantly feel is that I'm begging to be chosen. And that I just begging to be seen. And nobody except for my flock of gays and girls are seeing me. And I'm like, fuck. Like, so anyways, <sighs> like, about a while ago, whatever, let's, we'll take it back to, um, I almost said his name. I'm getting way too comfortable. (laughs) I'm getting way too comfortable. Oh, you know what? This whole time I thought my eyes, I needed my glasses on, but this actually was out of focus. So I'm sorry. Um, so remember that guy, the package, let's talk, let's call him the package, the package. All right. So when, things happened with the package. I 
besides the other stuff that I've already said about it, I finally felt like I was being seen. That I finally felt like I was being seen. That somebody was starting to see me as divine and not just like a fleshy piece of tissue, you know? Like we were talking, like we're getting to know each other, like we're actually getting to know each other. We were, you know, asking questions, answering questions. We were spending a lot of time communicating. And, you know, these days, that's a big deal because the ghosting is running rampant. So when you finally, like, get out of that stage of, like, feeling like, of feeling like, oh, my God, they could ghost me any second, when you finally are like, okay, cool, we're friends, um, that's, like, a big, like, breath of air, you know? Because then you're not really that scared. Because these men will ghost quickly, okay? I mean, I ghost too, so it's like, whatever. I can't really blame the man, but it is what it is. So I finally got to that space, which was not a space that I'd gotten to with anybody before. And I finally started feeling like I was getting to know somebody. And then I started asking myself like okay these are there's so many qualities that I like about this person you know they're nice they're fair they're kind like they're responsible there's so many things that I'm not gonna get into specifics so I don't get that is this about me text no there were so many things that they did in their life that just required a lot of consideration for other people and love and care for other people that I was like oh you're a good person like you're actually a good person and that sort of made me think that started to make me think about myself and I started asking myself like am I a good person because every time I'm getting to know somebody I'm fucking therapizing them right off the gate. I'm like, tell me your issues. Tell me your mommy issues. It's like the reverse love bombing. It's like issue bombing. I'm like trauma dump on me, like trauma dump right now, right this minute. And like, and I'm spending so much time wanting to know about their issues. This is different than like men treating me like a therapist. I know the difference and I know when I'm doing this, but I'm, I'm like spending all my time basically therapizing these guys and not leaving any space for them to ask me any questions to get to know me for none of that because it's just easier to say somebody else has all the problems and I don't and I have none of the problems I am perfect I am therapized I am clinically medicated you know I'm a sexy girl I'm on the medications I go to therapy I see my doctor I do everything I'm supposed to do but you you poor little citizen. You don't do any of that. You must be so broken inside. Let me fix you now. Like, that's literally what I do sometimes. And then I feel so ashamed in hindsight because I'm like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Like, this is emotional terrorism. <laughs> this is emotional terrorism. You are terrorizing these poor men, Divine. Stop. Like, they don't it's unnecessary it's not needed you're not fucking perfect bitch and I think it's because I realized that like once I start talking 
if I, you know, guys are pretty blunt. Like if I start saying some shit that's like out of the realm of perfection that I want to present myself in, you better not say nothing big. You better keep up with the delusion that I am. We both need to keep the delusion that divine is a perfect being. But it's like, I'm not a perfect being. And honestly, like, sometimes I'm like, damn, I suck. Like, I really do. So in that situation, like, I found myself thinking a lot about what exactly the fuck do I have to offer? Because this guy is great. He's this, he's that. He has a nice job. He takes care of the people that he loves. He's doing all of these things that, like, I really like. And what do I have to fucking offer now? Literally, I was talking about this with my mom the other day and I was like if we're being real right now like what do I have to offer and she was like (laughs) she was like you're so nice (laughs) she was like you are so sweet she was like you are so nice to everybody she was like you treat everybody with kindness and she was like that is your biggest strength it's just like you are so sweet and nice And I'm like, you know, I must be sweet and nice because, like, my mom's mean as fuck. So if she's calling me sweet and nice, like, I must be sweet and nice, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, like, I'm I'm taking your word for it. I'm not feeling any more confident still. But it just, like, I don't know. Like, I find myself thinking a lot, like, is there something wrong with me? Like, but I think the thing that is wrong with me is that I'm constantly pushing people away, is that... I'm so scared of being known that I'm like, don't know anything. Just don't, don't engage. Don't talk to me because if you know anything, you're going to hate it anyways. So fuck it. Don't know shit. You can hate it either way. So yeah. So anyways, um, if you follow me on Instagram earlier this week, I did a, I did a series of polls, buddy. And I really want to read you the result. Um, the results of those because it made me feel like not that bad about myself, which was nice. You know, that was a nice change not to feel like shit a bit. So I asked all of these questions. Hold on. I got to go to my archives. So So I asked a couple questions and I got some percentages. So I said, do you think you're ever going to get married? 67% of people said yes. 33% of people said no. I'm really trying to be positive and say that I do think I'm going to get married. I just don't know. I, it is, I am having such a hard time envisioning the poor schmuck that has to deal with me for the rest of his life. Like, I know I'm amazing. I know I'm cute. I know I'm fun. I know I'm funny. I know I give good head. But it's like, can somebody actually love me? This is a fucking... I want to know that more than I want to know if they're aliens. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody who has ever loved me has been a woman. (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, next question. Have you ever witnessed a healthy relationship? Off the bat, fat answer, no. Never. Ever. Okay? So 65% of people said yes, 35% of people said no, which I mean, checks out like these are very close to, um, what I've, what like everything's like adding up, you know what I'm saying? So I said, um, what does a healthy relationship look like to you? And I'm going to read you some of the answers. Somebody summed it up perfectly with one word said safe, said safe. 
And like, I don't know if I've told you guys this, but I've been having this dream, this reoccurring dream of this guy and his face is like not really like, I don't know, like his face is like indiscriminate, nondescript, sorry. His face is nondescript and he just keeps showing up in my dreams and I've had maybe like four dreams about him and even though I don't know his face, I know it's him and Every time he is in my dream, I feel like love, bitch. I feel like love that I've never felt in real life. And every time I wake up fucking crying because how can God be so cruel to me and do this to me? But every time he's in my dreams, I just feel so fucking safe. And it's like, (sighs) I'm getting shivers just thinking about it. If that's what that feels like, I want it every day of my life. I do. If if love feels like that kind of warmth, like slipping into a warm bath and like your heart muscles being tight and all of that, like I want that. I want it. I want it. Anyways, moving on. So somebody said good communication, kindness, support, understanding, similar values, loyalty, love, open, good communication. Communication, nearly everybody said that a cornerstone of a good relationship to them was good communication nearly everybody said that so loyalty love open communication effective communication compatibility a partnership being able to be authentic together and I think that's really important that they said effective communication because my communication style might not be your communication style and you have to meet me fucking halfway because I've been with people who their communication style is yelling I am an island girl raised up in the Americas you think I can handle the yelling I can't I can't handle the yelling you start yelling I think my mom's gonna come around the corner with a belt so you think I can take that in my love life. You can't yell at me. You a man. Lower your tone. Thank you. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Okay? So effective communication. Consideration, honesty, trust, friendship. Friendship. Trust, communication, vulnerability, laughter. Big on the laughter. I think I've only maybe talking to talk talking. I think I've only spoken to maybe I've been in sexual relations with one person who like genuinely made me laugh. Everybody else, I felt like I was just constantly walking on eggshells around. And I know that that has a lot to do with like my comfortability level with myself as well. Um, But I think there's sometimes that you meet people and it just feels like you are slipping on a pair of socks. Like, I want when I meet somebody and, like, I start dating someone that it feels like a friendship that I've always had. That's what I want. That's, like, simply what I want. I want to feel like I'm on the phone with Lindsay. I want to feel like I'm on the phone with my sister. I want to feel like I'm on the phone with Ken. Like, that's what I want. And it's, like, it's so hard because so many of the times when I'm talking to guys, like, I feel like any moment I could just say something wrong and then, like, they snap or, like, 
they get upset or like we have a misunderstanding and like that's not out of the realm of fucking possibility like i've told you guys like i told y'all about that short ass little man who when i tell you lord have mercy i said the wrong thing once turned into a goddamn firecracker was like losing his mind and i just i felt so unsafe and i was like how did this leprechaun just steal all of my safety (laughs) just because i said i forget what i said I asked him to close a window. I asked him to close a window and he was like, he he just lost it. And I was like, I want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. Like that shit is stressful. Okay. Um, a lot of understanding and they, the, the will to accept that you cannot always win be right. Yeah, I know. Respect, honesty, passion, um, effort, and being able to feel like I am my own person still. Yes, not being with somebody who's going to control you. Like, we don't want that. Um, Opening up about trauma, exploring how it manifests in relationships, working in love to heal. So this is the one that made me like, okay, so men aren't all the problem. Like, (laughs) let me tell you something. I was talking to my mom the other night and we've been having a lot of convos clearly because I'm in crisis. Okay. I was talking to my mom the other night and I was like, and I was like, I don't know how to trust people. Like I have a really hard time trusting people and I'm having a really hard time like changing that. And I was like coming up with all the reasons as to why I don't trust people or anything like that. And then my mom was like, my mom was like, no, that's not why you don't trust people. She was like, I don't know why you don't trust people, but it's definitely not your upbringing. Like you had a really good childhood, like young, young childhood. She was like, your childhood was really good. And I'm like spewing out ideas as to why I have trust issues, you know, behind the, beside the obvious daddy issues. And she's like, she's like, no, that's not it. No, that's not it. I got to the point where I was like, who the fuck do I blame them? Who can I blame? <laughs> like, who can I blame for my trust issues? Is it me? Is it me? It is me. I'm the problem. It's me. Which is so shocking. And the exact opposite of what I want to hear. I'm not the problem. But I am. Okay? So, moving on from that. Constantly choosing each other. Mutual support. Patience, respect, tenderness, respect, love, communication, support, trying new things, holding safe space for one another when you are upset. This is so true. Like, I know I've been pretty quick to end things. Yeah, been pretty quick to end things. Like, I remember one time someone said something and I just didn't like what they said. And I was like, I'm going to ghost them. And my poor mother, who she just wants a grandchild. It's I feel really bad because like I, I feel like me and my sister are just like, we're like, fuck the club. Up. You ain't going to get no grandbaby, not anytime soon. And if you do, they got four legs and paws. So my poor mother, she comes into my room because I guess she overhears me and my sister talking about how I'm going to ghost this man. She comes into my room, which she never does. She gives me a hug, which she never does. And then she just looks me in my eyes and she whispers, she says, please don't ghost him. (laughs) I said I would try my best. Okay. Um, so.
Well, next up, I said, are you lonely? Um, 55% of people said yes, 45% of people said no. Now, these numbers were pretty much the same um, throughout the whole thing. So like the same amount of people were voting at the beginning and here. And so that means that there are some people in relationships who are lonely and I'm sorry. Um, I said, are you in love right now? 31% said yes. 69% said no. And I said, I then asked with a very cute picture of a chihuahua. I said, do you think you're capable of being loved? 90% said yes. 10% said no. I want evidence. I want evidence that it's possible for someone to love me. Um, who's not my mother, who's not my sister, who is not obligated by family ties to love me. I just want proof of it. I just want one time to know that it's possible. And then maybe I'll like stop being so fucking angry all the time. Who knows? So, um, then I also asked, can platonic love replace romantic love? We know my stance on that is a big fat no. Okay. So then final thoughts. So many people were like, fuck men. <laughs> um, someone said love is very hard to find nowadays because of dating culture, but I still have hope. Someone else said, I know my man is out there. I'm just tired of being rejected emotionally and not physically. I need God to locate me to him. Someone else said, I'm tired. Someone said, fuck men. Someone said, if my boyfriend stays loyal for life, it'll be the best choice he'll ever make. I'm an angel with good pussy. Period. That's period. You go, bitch. Period. City girls up 10. Okay. Um, somebody said, I don't know. I'm thinking, is it better to be loved romantic and lost or to have never loved at all? So somebody said, um, food fills my body with warm, gooey love. And I love that for me. And then somebody else said the dating pool is sewer. Cool. Um, and then the last question I asked, I said, dating apps, uh, options are, I still have hope in them. Options are, I hate them. Um, 24% said, I still have hope in them. Uh, 76% said, I hate them. And where I stand on that, I don't know because you know one of my really good friends she is dating somebody and I'm like oh where did you meet him hinge which you know shocking because hinge is just like atrocious we're in Atlanta right now like the options are hinge are so disgusting but every time I change my location which is what she did she changed her location to motherfucking Colorado to some fucking snow Okay, she changed her location there and now she's flying. She's literally in Colorado right now, probably in her little bit blown at. And I'm just like, okay. Um, but I have noticed that like I've gotten a lot more conversations, bitch, and a lot more interest ever since I changed my location to Hidden Hills. Yeah, we got to be smart about these things, but yeah, so we'll see. We'll see, friend. Um, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts and I just want to hug. I'm very touch starved. I was thinking about that girl on TikTok the other day that said that, um, she's, it's gone five years without her touching somebody. And I don't know. 
I the the touch that I want like it needs to be tethered to something deeper than horniness. I've had enough. Everybody's horny. Okay. Yesterday I faced on my friend and her dog was horny as fuck in the back, humping on a pillow. Child, I need more than that. Okay. I need love. I need solitude. I need peace. I do. And you know what's crazy? The thought of like being a man's peace is so foreign to me. Like the thought of like giving a man peace and not hell is so foreign to me. And I really, I'm working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. It's just like shocking to me that I have to get to a point in my life where every time I engage with a man, it's not to make them mad. That's so shocking. But it's like, you do you want a child? Do you want a husband? Fix it. Okay. But the girls are stressed. And the girls are annoyed that after like years in therapy, they still have fucking daddy issues. That they still have trust issues, that they still have all of these problems that I just really wish would magically go the fuck away. I really wish that. You know, in Powerpuff Girls, when Dr. X is making the Powerpuff Girls, how he adds sugar, spice, and then he put in like too much chemical X or something. I feel like when God was making me, he was like, sugar, spice, fat. He didn't give me the Megan the Stallion. He didn't give me the Megan the Stallion package. And that shit really pisses me off. Because it's like, if you're not going to give me the Megan the Stallion package, at least like give me the rich bitch package. Or give me the, what girl cannot, like, who is a keep a man? At least give me that package, like, but no, I just have the thyroid issues and PCOS. Now I'm suffering because that man could not read a cookbook. So yeah, that was today's episode. And before you leave, I want to remind you to follow if you're listening on Spotify, to follow the podcast page if you're listening on Apple Podcast. And if you are watching on YouTube to make sure that you hit the like and subscribe button. Ratings really do help. And so do reviews. And following will let you know when I post. Also, make sure to keep up with me on the socials at VineFilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O, on everything from Instagram to Twitter to TikTok. Um, Yeah, have a wonderful day. I love you. Bye.